0: This is Daizenshu EX The Podcast, episode 101 for the week of November 4th, 2007.
1: Welcome to Daizenshu EX The Podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daizenshu EX. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. I'm your host for this week, Julian yay yay yes yes yes, i know i'm great thank you thank you you may know of me as Saya jedi in some places but i usually go by my real name and with me today on my proverbial other side of the planet are mike and mary how are you two doing today
0: Good. how are you julian's
2: host yeah it's nice
1: yep yep what's up dude uh, well, I asked you guys what you were doing first.
2: Oh,
0: right, oh, right. Well, I've got dishpan hands. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> having a sexy Friday night. Because
2: the woman wow. stays in the kitchen.
0: No, I rarely stay, stay in pans. the kitchen. I just decided the whole kitchen disgusted me. So I'm washing all the, um, what do you call them, burners? Little metal things.
2: Yes, those are burners. So,
0: yeah, they're covered in grease that's been laid on for, like, years upon years. And then um, Jeff's girlfriend, Joy, they both moved into our apartment this week. And I think it was last (laughs) week. Well, not into
2: our apartment.
0: Well, our apartment building. Okay. Sorry. You know, like a couple doors down. Anyway, we went to go see their actual physical apartment a couple days ago, and we were just looking over their appliances and stuff, and Joy unplugs the burner from the oven, or the stove rather. I'm like, whoa, you can do that? I felt so stupid. Yeah. So yeah, had I known that years ago, I would have been cleaning up those things. Anyway, that's how I've been spending my Friday. And I've been sitting on the couch playing Guitar Hero 3. I've been enjoying listening to the songs as you play.
1: Good deal. So, have you gotten to the Fire and Flames yet?
2: Of course I have.
0: And I'm awesome. Well,
2: I can't beat it on hard, but
0: I can beat it on medium. What's the Fire and Flames? Dragon Force song. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's an insanely fast and insanely long song. Yes, it is. But anyway, my Friday was yesterday. I went to the school's Bunkahapyokai, which literally translates to Culture Presentation Festival, which is weird because actually it was a singing competition. So each of the classes had a song that they competed against the other classes with, and each year also had its own song. And, well, you know that since it's all the classes, it's not just the people who can sing. So you kind of got a mixed bag there, but it was still enjoyable. And afterward, I went out with the teachers for some food and stuff. So that was kind of nice.
2: You're in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should say that every week just to you know, oh, reinforce that's right. that. With yeah,
1: that I, I am in Japan. I, I look out the window and I can see some rice paddies even.
0: Nice. That reminds me, Um, our friend Andrew Deluxe recently posted an article published by the BBC all about how Julian's former employer over Japan is in the midst of a huge scandal right now. So yeah, I'm well, glad oh, you switched no, companies it, while you did.
1: It was in the midst of a scandal for a long time. It just went bankrupt is the thing um basically i never really intended to stay with the company long term
0: you were just looking for a way to get back into the country
1: basically but um it's problems sort of hastened my departure so i i quit like two weeks after i got to japan after i found a new job but i still haven't seen the pay for those two weeks so uh i'll see what happens oh my god that is (laughs) messed up so yeah that's that's the story for that
0: (laughs) Wow. So I finally had a chance to listen to the uh, 100th episode podcast at work the other day. Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed it because I never listened to the show and my memory is really bad in the first place. So to be able to sit there and hear all those old memories was great. It was like, oh my God, we had all these cool guests. And wow, we're actually funny sometimes, and uh, (laughs) it was really amusing. I actually had to stifle my laughing a few times of sitting in my cubicle like, (laughs) we're so
2: dirty. Julian, you mentioned to me that you were in the middle of listening to it. Did you get through the whole thing?
1: Yeah, I did. I, I especially enjoyed the segment from Anime Next. Somebody yeah, was yeah. trying to say, well, why are the Ginyu Force villains? What has milk ever done to anyone? <laughs> but
0: to <laughs> like like was to top, I like that. You're that was a funny great. Guy. <laughs>
1: Thank you. thank Good you. Times. I'm, I'm here all night. Uh, I do bar mitzvahs and weddings and stuff. From now on, I do.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah, and uh, I obviously <laughs> listen to the whole episode.
0: And then some. Uh, and and then to do some. all the prep work.
2: Yes, this is episode 101. So if you haven't checked out episode 100, that was last week's episode. And uh, you can just start listening to that for the uh, whole explanation of what went on there. As you may be able to hear my voice, I'm still getting over a little bit of sickness. So what we're going to do here is try and let... Julian and Mary run the show as much as possible, and we'll see how they do and how much I can resist butting in as much as possible as I am prone to do. So I will just conclude out the stuff segment with a couple things. Number A, the <laughs> update... <laughs> Number nice. A. Yes, number A. We updated on the homepage uh, as episode 100 was delayed. I put up what I call some bribes where I had some old commercials sitting around so you can go check those out. One of them is an updated version of the classic eyedrops commercial with the GT characters. Yes, Chibi Goku's got some uh, red eye in the pool there hanging out with the kids. Does that make him like a pedophile, but not because he's actually a child? I
0: consider Trunks
2: more of a pedophile in that commercial than the other two. Because he's like 50 at that point,
0: right?
2: (laughs) No! Anyways, so there's that commercial, and there's also a commercial for Final Bout, which, uh, as I said, you cannot hide how awful that game is, even with trying to make a cool commercial. So go check those out. Now, for number B, let's remind people of the contest we got going on. We started this last episode, because episode 100 is the hotness. We are giving away Zenshu 2 Story Guide. And if you want more information on that, listen towards the end of this here episode. Give you all the details you need to know. It'll be Zenshu 2 plus a choice of one of other two
0: books because we are the awesomeness. Although this is not the monger view of awesomeness this that time is around. True. Even though, you know, again, it's the beginning of a new month, and we continue to push it
2: <laughs> onwards. And Jeff lives literally around the corner. I can stumble over there and give it to him. Yeah, and we should have done that last night. <laughs> no, see, the thing is, I haven't read it yet, and what we're doing is having just a, a short, fun, little to-the-point episode, because we don't want to overwhelm people with another episode after 100. And most importantly, we don't want to overwhelm ourselves. Well, maybe me because i think i worked myself sick and ah. i don't want to do that again okay well so, good thing
0: episode 100 yes, only happens i am once. blaming
2: the entire listenership for getting sick because i worked my ass off on episode 100 you
0: love them too much
2: mike no it was also actual like day job work i think overexerted and oh yeah you're stuff. actually
0: busy again now not playing yeah. pokemans uh-huh,
2: uh-huh, <laughs> yes so that is the stuff so let's take it on over to the news So, we got some video game news, we got some figure news. It's actually a gigantic week of news. This is big shits here.
0: Like, really big shits, and not like big, like, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Anyway. (laughs) I don't want to know
2: where you're going.
0: (laughs) It's funny, because in uh, the last episode, I was talking about how, wow, there still continues to be news, you know, year after year after year. And, you know, true to form, there's some new news this week, and it's massive. It's of the massive... uh, quasi, like, legal variety. Our favorite bullshit. kind.
2: So the first bit we had here, Atari's latest press release essentially says that Budikai Tenkaichi 3, or as we know it, Sparking Meteor, goes gold on Wii and PS2. We should explain that the phrase going gold means that the final code is done and it's going off to the printing press. And
0: Really? Yes. I didn't know that. It's like
2: the gold disc that they use to mass replicate it. See, when, when they thing. say
0: going gold, I attribute that to, like, record sales. I had no <laughs> idea it had, like, a video Game meaning. Before it
2: goes on sale.
0: Well, you know what, Mary? What?
2: Knowledge is power.
0: And knowing is half the, the battle. Or you
2: know. That's right. And
1: G-I- assorted
2: I other 80s references here. Winners don't use drugs and other stuff. Anyways, so yeah so Atari put out this press release a couple days ago that uh, it's going gold, all the great stuff about the game and it's coming out and they can't wait to release it and all that cool stuff and then the shit hit the fan
0: that was a sh- fluffy sugar-coated talk right there yeah it was
2: Julian Atari so on October yes.
0: 25th put out an 8K and this specific
2: section in this particular SEC filing said the following
1: the company. In other words, Atari, is a party to two license agreements with Funimation Productions Limited, henceforth Funimation, pursuant to which it distributes the Dragon Ball Z software titles. On October 18, 2007, Funimation delivered a notice purporting to terminate the license agreements based on alleged breaches of the license agreements. The company disputes the validity of the termination notices and has continued to distribute the titles covered by the license agreements. Funimation and the company are currently in discussions regarding a standstill agreement that would permit them to discuss and attempt to resolve the issues under the license agreements that resulted in Funimation delivering the purported termination notice there is no assurance that the parties will agree on the terms of the standstill or that they will be able to successfully resolve these issues under the license agreements. While the company believes that it has valid defenses to the purported termination, in the event that Funimation is successful in terminating the license agreements, it could have a material adverse effect on the company's results of operations and financial position.
0: <laughs> that last sentence is so telling. In other words, if they lose a Dragon Ball Z property, they have nothing and they are fucked.
2: <laughs> well, that, that's all also- also a very legalese thing you have to put in there it's I forget what the, the phrase is but it's like future looking statements when you you say you know this could come true this may not come true some things are out of our control in the event that this does happen it may adversely affect us you kind of have to put if, that stuff in then there then statements exactly yes,
1: but um, we know that Funimation license with Dragon Ball Z games is a big part of Atari's business, so yeah.
2: <laughs> it is indeed. I've seen a lot of statements out there. Basically what we're going to do right now is just stop with that news bit, because it's going to become our topic. Okay. We're going to go into a lot more depth with this and discuss what the ramifications may be, what the history going on over there is, and all sorts of other stuff. So let's just drop that for now, come back to it in probably about a minute. We'll talk more in depth. Let's close it out with the last bit of news, and that is Bandai in the U.S., why don't you uh, scoot on over here and read this little bit sure. from over on Anime News Network?
0: So I'm pretty excited about this news. I mentioned this to Mike as soon as he came home from work yesterday. I was like, Mike, Dragon Ball news! Anyway, here it is. A proven leader in the action figure in youth electronics categories, Bandai America Incorporated today announced that it's returning to Funimation Entertainment's Dragon Ball Z franchise as the North American Master Toy Licensee. Fans of all ages are poised to see one of their favorite brands, considered one of the most successful anime properties from Japan, recapture the excitement since Bandai America's last Dragon Ball Z lineup in 2000. Quote, We are proud of this partnership with Bandai America, and we look forward to unveiling the new line. End quote. said Bob Brennan, director of licensing at Funimation Entertainment. We are confident that together with Bondi, we can move into the new era of Dragon Ball Z. Quote, beginning spring 2008, the Dragon Ball Z toy line will be reborn like no one has ever seen before. End quote, said Colleen Scherfee, sorry, (laughs) director of marketing, Bondi America. Quote, with our expertise in action figures, existing fans will have their ravenous demand for exclusive Dragon Ball products satiated, while new kids will be drawn in. By the unique play patterns and toys. End quote. This is kind of reminiscent of uh, the way they hyped up the box sets as they were coming out. I'm trying to remember what that.
1: For the fans. Yes, this
0: will be earth-shattering news. There's a nine-year-old born every day. Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong, I I like Bondi's work and I like the old figures and I have fond memories of the Super Battle Collection and all that stuff, but I guess it's their job to make this look huge and exciting. I don't follow any of this shit. All I know is that Bondi made figures over here
2: before Funimation did anything with anyone else. Then there was some Irwin stuff. Then there was If Labs, which I think was just Irwin and Funimation together. Then there was the Jack-specific stuff. I don't know. I don't buy this stuff. And now Bondi's got it back. What it seems to me is like Funimation is playing with their licenses. Well, their sub licenses, so to speak.
0: It seems that way, and they seem to revel in the fact that, um, what does it say here? Reinvigorated, and, you know, they're using all these phrases as if, you know, DBC is the hot new thing again. As I've said
2: before, no, no, Dragon Ball Z is not old. It's a new hotness. We're, we're, we're telling the
0: truth. No, really, guys. No, it's not old. We promise. It's almost like they're cashing in on the new live-action movie that's not made yet. (laughs) True enough. I shouldn't say cashing in because it's not like DBZ ever really went away, per se. It's always kind of been around. But new figures, you know, maybe they'll actually have some really cool stuff. I'd like to see some, like, busts and kind of more adult figurines. Well, they didn't say anything about adult figurines I don't mean, like, triple X adult. No, I know, but they're talking
2: about for the kids, and the kids can't wait to play with Sorry.
0: I'm projecting my own wants and desires because I'm a ravenous fan who apparently wants action figures, that's and I need right. my needs satiated, end quote. All right, so that's the news. So let's transition
2: off of that and kind of back to the previous bit of the news and head on over to the topic. So, uh, as you can tell, our topic this week is, uh, kind of bullshitting about this Atari nonsense for a little bit. Kind of talk through it, uh, discuss some possible ramifications and what's going on here. Let's talk a little bit about who Atari is. Now, there's a convoluted history, because the Atari of today isn't really the Atari from, like, Pong days. So let's just ignore that. Let's just talk about Atari and infogrames. Now, Julian, who owns
1: who? So, Infogrames owns the idea of Atari is what I understand to be the case. Only they kind of use the name to refer to themselves pretty much exclusively. So the fact that Infogrames owns Atari is only apparent in financial filings and stuff whereas publicly they present themselves as Atari or something like that.
2: Correctamundo. Now, if you remember, I guess when the resurgence began and the new games were coming out over in the US they were published under the Infogrames name, not the Atari name. And then as more, I guess, a wheeling and dealings went on, the Atari name became prevalent on all these. Let's talk real briefly about what games this company has actually made. I see a lot of confusion out there. Uh, there's a story over on GameSpot talking about this SEC filing and the news and stuff. People were saying, oh man, I hope some other company gets the license. Atari makes such bad games. I don't like the Budokai Tenkaichi
0: series at all. Blah, 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 blah. Atari doesn't actually make that game. Well, that's the problem of the fact that those games, I shouldn't say it's a problem. It's confusing because the games are made over in Japan and they're brought over here just under the Atari name, right? And they even change the title. Like they're called Sparking over there, they brought over Oh, so Bidou it even Katen really Keiji. looks like, you know, right. a brand new
2: game. So let's go all the way back to a little after 2000 and talk a little bit about what was brought over here. Kind of the first new game since Final Bout in 97 was Legendary Super Warriors on the Game Boy Color. And that was actually a Japanese game. So that's doesn't really count. But then we can talk about things like Collectible Card Game, Taiketsu, and Legacy of Goku. This is around the 2002-2003 the era. All of those games were actually made by Infogrames, or Atari. So we have, like I said, Collectible Card Game, Taiketsu, Legacy of Goku, Legacy of Goku 2, Boo's Fury, which was really Legacy of Goku 3, Transformation, Dragon Ball GT. Those are all GBA games. What else has Atari made on their own? I guess... The cat sagas for the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. That game came out in March 2005. I think that was the last game that Atari made on their own. Everything else that they've put out (laughs) Exactly. Everything else that they've put out has been a Japanese-made game. Supersonic Warriors and Supersonic Warriors 2, that was uh, Buku Togeki and Buku Resen. Those are Japanese games. We have the Budokai series. Those are simply released as Dragon Ball Z 1, 2, and 3 over in Japan. Budokai Tenkaichi games were released as the Sparking Games over in Japan. Uh, The Shin Budokai games, they're called Shin Budokai over in Japan. Uh, Dimps makes those over there in Japan. Advanced Adventure was made by Dimps over in Japan. A lot of people confuse that because it was kind of GBA around the same era as all the other ones, but that was actually a Japanese-made game. Uh, Recently, Harukanoru Densetsu, we've mentioned this before, that was a Japanese-made game. We always make fun of uh, the title of that and its various titles in various parts of the world. Uh, Were there any other games I'm looking at my list of games that I own because I own pretty much everything. Oh, Super Dragon Ball Z. That was a Japanese-made game made by the guy who uh, did Street Fighter II. And then, you know, like we mentioned, Sagas. I think that covers pretty much everything.
0: So pretty much you got these people running around on message boards saying, "Oh yeah, Atari sucks. All those uh, Budokai Tenkaichi games sucks, and they make bad games." So really, their their hatred should be aimed towards the Japanese developers if they really dislike those yeah. games.
1: I, I just think it's funny because maybe they think that these games are going away if Atari really loses a license.
2: Exactly. But like, sad thing is
1: they'll be they'll still be there.
2: Right. And well, what about if, the new one though? It's coming if, out. Well, we'll get to that. Even if some other company will say were to get the sub-license to distribute these games in this country, they would more or less be the exact same games because they're made in Japan and they're just brought over here, you know? So let's take it back to the actual news itself. Uh, Coming to a standstill some kind of agreement what to do with the games. So what's going to happen to Budokai Tenkaichi 3 over here in this country? Atari's already said it's gold and they're not stopping their production. They still want to keep putting things out. They're saying this uh, nonsense from Funimation. So well, thoughts.
0: Why did Funimation, they're claiming Atari breached the contract? Well, th- in I what sense?
2: There, whatever there is, there's two agreements. I don't know what those two agreements are agreements are. See the thing is Funimation is not a public company. Navare, their parent company, is a public company. But Funimation's like a wholly owned subsidiary of them. And since that subsidiary isn't public, they don't have to divulge everything within there. It's really confusing and convoluted. That's kind of my word for this episode is convoluted. So we don't know exactly what it is. The Funimation has said they have breached what they were doing wrong, what they need to be doing. So whatever's going on, we don't know and we may never know the actual full details on it
0: because this press release really seemed to come out of nowhere well this wasn't even a press release it was just an sec file okay this they're not going a big sorry. Deal out of it. Okay, i didn't mean to like, say they're press, not release. A press release no no, saying, no that's oh, not the fuck. right phrase i get that but okay. still it's the news seemed
2: to come out of like yeah, left yeah, field it did well we've had a lot of bullshit going on with atari we had well, yeah. the forced removal of what like five board members from infograms.
0: <laughs> it's like a and a not do-
2: only that but they had some other majority stockholders pull some kind a proxy deal with them. They're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing to Atari? What's going on over there? So there's all sorts of shenanigans going drama. on with Atari. Yeah, all sorts of like legal, political, wow. corporate drama going on Atari
0: over there. is a sick dog that needs to get put down. There's a
2: lot of shit going on. So, again, we don't know what this breach was. I can't even imagine what it could be, because it seems like the games sell extremely well, especially for
0: anime-based well, games. Plus, it's like the only property Atari really has and makes any kind of money. I assume it makes money. Yeah, they do. They make money off these games. I'm assuming it's enough to sustain the company. But it has been thus far well enough, I so, guess. So, I don't know. It would make me laugh if the, <laughs> the next game didn't come out. Because it's like, ha, we got our copy, bitches. Yeah, import. That's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I'd feel bad for people. But still, I mean, it would be really interesting if they decide to pull the game from shelves. Well, the
2: thing is, I believe the PS2 version is due out in like two weeks or so. And then the Wii version was due out in December, something like that. Hmm. So it's really soon. So we're going to know extremely soon whether or not this game is going to be coming out.
0: Well, they say they're in talks, whatever that means. So Corporate talks. Can does that months. mean Funimation must be willing, willing it to, to negotiate du- on yeah, it? Exactly. What does that mean? I mean, they're willing. It's like, why bother filing this thing anyway? I don't know. It's so confusing. For me,
2: it all comes back to all right, what is Atari doing wrong? Because, as far as I can tell, the games are released well. I mean, they're treated properly. And Funimation's involved with the game's productions because they're the ones that do the voice acting, the translation and voice work and stuff. So, it all comes down to that word breach. So maybe something, something with with how they're working together mm. is what's being breached here. Because it seems like whatever Atari is doing on their own has gone okay.
0: Maybe Atari used some sort of outside help that Funimation could have easily done. And maybe they just did some kind of workaround where they could have worked with Funimation on something, but maybe they used some third party. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm trying to think what various implications there are for the word breach. Well, that's the thing. We're not in the gaming industry or the anime production industry,
2: so we don't really know what goes uh, on. Yeah, we can all
0: only just speculate. Which is what
2: we're doing, is we're speculating. Julian, do you have any kind of thoughts on what could be going on between these two?
1: I have no idea. I don't really take an interest in finances uh, that much. And frankly, it, it seems to be this kind of weird dispute. I mean, I have no idea what Atari could have possibly done wrong, other than, you know, consistently losing money over the past few years. <laughs> you you <laughs> think may that may have reason...
2: something to do with it? With, like, the performance it... of the company isn't doing well enough, so maybe Funimation maybe... can't put trust in them to be around long enough to keep maybe... doing the games?
1: Maybe they feel not confident that Atari will have the ability to handle future games. Right. So, that, In terms, financially speaking, in order to handle them properly, so maybe they feel like they need to shop around for an licensee but i don't really know and you know they're not really divulging many details so it's hard to tell
0: it almost kind of seems like they're looking for an excuse to terminate the contract i kind of get that impression yeah that's how i'm feeling right now not that this i think about strange. it
2: well let's talk about other companies because some other comments i saw out there and this one just tickles my funny bone
0: oh i wonder if you're gonna say what i what i think i read as well Fans saying,
2: they should take the license away from Atari and give it to Bandai Namco.
0: Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I read, they should take the license away from Atari and give it to EA. <laughs> Both Whoa. make me laugh. Well, all right. They'll turn
1: it into a sports game. A I really
0: think mine's funnier. Game. And and why is that? Because I think that's pretty logical. I don't think that's too far fetched. Because because Bandai used to do you know Final Bound. Yeah, but Mary, you know who makes these games in Japan? Bandai. Bandai Namco. <laughs> so is this you know ignorant people?
2: <laughs> yes, you could take the license away and give it to the company who's actually yes. making them like it's funny and it's not funny like it's funny because i think the people saying it don't actually realize that bondai namco makes them in japan okay wait
0: a minute that said i mean bondai exists here too yes. why don't they simply just put it out as bondai over here well i think yeah, it why, goes like, back like, why, why the... he's a middleman of like atari i think it goes back to like 1997
2: final bout came over here Bondi did it themselves after that dbz games kind of eh. and i Sucked. think what funimation wanted to do was make their own un new games, and that's why we got Collectible Car Game, uh, Taiketsu, Legacy of Goku, that was all games. And I think through that, as new games came out in Japan, because Funimation already had this relationship with Atari, Give them first dibs. By default, Atari got the rights to kind of release Distribute, them over here, produce. I guess. So to speak. And now Funimation's like, well, maybe we don't want to do this anymore. Why are we going through someone when the company we work with in Japan has their own branch over here? I don't know. Totally confusing. What's funny about the EA thing, because why
0: EA? They're huge. Oh, I get that, but still. EA's <gasps> big
1: bad game.
2: EA, yeah. well, EA's been buying so many development studios. I think they're getting too big for their own good. We'll try not to turn this into a video game podcast. Yeah, we'll we're, get, we're getting keep, very close. Keep it very DBZ-centric. I also see people saying, oh, they should give it to Capcom. Like, Capcom USA is nothing. If they're going to give it to anyone, it'd be Capcom Japan, and they can't because Bandai Namco owns it over in japan so if anyone's gonna get it over here in the u.s beyond atari i think we'll see it go to bandai namco just doing it themselves but i don't think this atari thing is going to end soon and i don't think it's going to end with it going to anyone else i think it's going to be drawn out for a while
0: I kind of want to see you proved wrong just because it would be so damn hilarious to see the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Not that I'm like saying I want to see you wrong, but nah. I want to see some corporate drama, man.
2: I'm at a point in Dragon Ball video game fandom where I don't care if any more games come out for a while. Because Let the you're burned sh- out? <laughs> Let the shit hit the fan. Yeah. We've had too many games all at once, like one a year. You know what I actually realized is that these Sparking games came out one year, essentially to the day each year. Let me go through this. This is hilarious. Sparking came out on a October 6, 2005 Sparking Neo came out on October 5, 2006 Sparking Meteor came out on October 4th 2007. Hot damn! So yeah, crazy. Yes, exactly. So these things are getting pumped out. I think it's time for a fresh start, whether it be in Japan or the U.S. I I think it's time.
0: I think it's time for a hiatus, but at the same time, I don't think any of the parties involved can afford to have Dragon Ball Z go away. You know what? In the U.S., I don't think they can afford it. Right. Japan could probably
2: do without some DBZ. I mean, they do well, but Dragon Ball's not being. uh, And we do have the R2 singles and stuff coming out. But even that's going to be winding down with GT. You know, Dragon Ball's going to be done very soon. GT will come out. That's only 64 episodes. So even in Japan, it seems like things are winding down. In the U.S., they never want to let it wind down. Because it's a cash cow. Exactly.
0: People keep buying the stuff. Mm. We keep buying the stuff. So I
2: think... With that comment, Mary, I think we we hit everything I was looking to say and discuss. Julie and Mary, do you guys have any other points or ideas you want to throw into the mix here? I mean, we're mostly just speculating, but whatever you got.
0: I don't know. I'm really curious to see what the status of the next game will be in terms of like. You mean Budokai Tenkaichi Three or beyond that? No, or both. Budokai Tenkaichi Three. You
2: want to see if it's even going to come out in the next two or so weeks? Yeah, definitely. Be pretty interesting. Uh, American fans. Because I have to imagine, imagine if it.
0: that game doesn't come out, Funimation will take a hit in some way too. Oh, yeah. I don't know how. I mean, it is They'll their the license.
2: Funimation will be the bad guys if that game doesn't come out, and fans pa- are gonna be pissed.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. Well, yeah, that too. That's the, um, you know, the biz, not the business. Um you know the fan side of it but um financially won't they also take a hit in some capacity yeah julian what you got i think
2: that
1: pretty much covers it
2: all right cool so that's what uh we all have on this issue we want you guys to sound off what you got to say about this with every podcast episode we have a thread over on our forum on our site we want to hear what you have to say so put in your two cents over there
0: can I just put in real quick? Yeah, please. Is there already a forum thread about this? Because this is news. Yeah. So it, I have to imagine people on your forum are already talking about as it. As of this discussion
2: right here, there's only like three or four posts in it right now. Oh, wow. So, we'll, we'll I guess we'll refocus over to the podcast. Because we've discussed a lot more than was in that thread. So maybe people can jump off of some of the ideas we put forth. So uh, I say go for it. So that's going to wrap up the topic. So we shall take it on over to the releases for November. Julian. Yes. We got some DVDs over in the Japan on November 7th.
1: We have Dragon Ball Region 2 DVD volumes 22, 23, and 24. These cover episodes 127 to 132, 133 to 138, 139 to 143. This is Into the 23rd Tenkaichi Madokai with Piccolo Daimao Jr and stuff they are three thousand nine hundred ninety yen each which translates out to about what 35 dollars or so and you can find links to these things on amazon japan and cd japan good
2: deal closing in on the end of the series i think there were two volumes left after these so i'll have a short month and uh, then we'll see gt in february mary take us over to november 13th over here in the u.s
0: Okay, uh, two Tuesdays from now on the 13th, we've got the Dragon Ball GT DVD box set for the Lost Episodes. Z-Store <laughs> is saying it's 15 episodes, but we hope it's 16. Anyway, the retail price is $49.98, uh, but you can find it a lot cheaper, such as $37 at Z-Store and uh, also on Amazon, but you can also get it for $30 at Deep Discount. Okay, we got another release on that day. We also got the Broly Blu-ray double feature. Ooh, sexy. Anyway, these are obviously DBZ movies eight and ten in actual high definition, 1080p. This goes for thirty-four bucks retail, and again a lot cheaper—thirty uh, dollars on Z Store, twenty-three on Amazon, and twenty-one on Deep Discount. We have no idea,
2: like, what kind of remastering process this is. I'm assuming it's the same thing as the TV series. It'll be interesting oh to see how that's reflected on uh, Prince of the Movies rather than the TV series. Well, These they actually used this seen example in their streaming?
1: trailers.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, uh... I don't really want to talk about that, so let's talk about <laughs> other things. Let's talk about stuff over in Spain. They've got uh, volume 16 of their DBZ remastered kind of thing over there. As Mike would say, and I am Mike, it's a two-disc set per the norm. This is DBZ TV episodes 126 through 133 of La Saga de Cell, And this is uh, the early, the husk and the lizard and the blah stuff going on. Blah. So that is €24.95. Euros. And you can get more info and stuffage over on sonadebede.com. I think that is it for releases. All I could find, anyways. Maybe there'll be more. But let's take it on over to the emails. Merry. Why don't you read the one email we're going to do this week from Anton?
0: Okie dokie. Anton writes, Something that's always bothered me is why Goku stops wearing kanji, as honoring his teachers seems to be important to him. Do you think there is some significance, such as Goku recognizing himself as a master? Or is it just that Toriyama got tired of drawing the various kanji, given how often Goku fights? Julian, what do you think on this?
1: You know, that's a good question. I mean, he starts out wearing the Kame symbol basically ever since Volume 3. He goes in that for a long time time until he trains under Kayo, and then he gets the Kayo thing on the back, but keeps the Kame on the front. And Kayo itself isn't actually a kanji, it's a combination of two kanji, and a little sort of glyph. Um, and then after that, basically after the Frieza fight, well, the Frieza fight, he gets a kanji that has the first character in his own name, Go. After that he doesn't really use anything, so I think it's it gets to the point where you know maybe he feels like he doesn't need that, but I don't know, maybe Toriyama did get tired of it. He does seem to incorporate <laughs> his laziness into the plot in various ways <laughs> hey where's lunch oh she ran off somewhere forget about her
2: <laughs> i think there's a lot of answering your own question there uh, maybe he did recognize himself as a master although i think he's too dumb to come up with that kind of idea and maybe toriyama did just get lazy or maybe it's just that there were so many masters that he felt that if he couldn't give them all equal attention it would be best to just leave them off completely and Kind of honor them in his own way. That's my answer. Mary, do you have any
0: thoughts on this? No, I agree.
2: You agree? With who? Uh, everything. (laughs) Good enough. So, uh, Julian, any closing thoughts for Anton?
1: Um... Goku's a pretty cool guy.
2: Damn straight. If you have any questions you would like us to answer, you got suggestions, comments, whatever you got. Mary, where would you send these things?
0: You could send an email over to podcast at daizx.com. Spell it out for me. P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X
2: Word to your mother. So with the emails done, we can't end the episode just yet because we got the contest to talk about. So, on episode 100 of the podcast, we debuted our latest contest, episode 100 of Dazenzhou EX. I guess we should give away a Dazenzhou. So, we're gonna do so. We got number two story guide to give away. And, uh, as we said last week, let's talk a little bit about what's in here to get people excited. Well, it's really big. Yes, it is. Second it's...
0: to probably volume seven.
2: It is indeed. So, you've got, uh, lots of color chapters in here. It actually opens up with the color first chapter, and, uh, it moves on into lots of awesome stuff. Kind of breaks down all of the tongue cold, bone, and all of the characters that show up, when they show up, chapter titles, all that cool stuff. Some more color pages. What I love in here is the, uh, the growing up section, the personal history. And what this does is it breaks down some of the main characters, such as Goku... ...and all of their forms. So we've got uh, Supa Saiyajin, and we've got uh, Gohan over here, and then it goes over into Vegeta and Trunks. And this is where we get things like Supa Saiyajin Dai Kai, and official. names for stages and stuff. labels. Shit. word. So you can be an information master when you get this. You get <gasps> lots of cool images and all sorts of battle breakdowns and it's got a list of all of the fights in the manga and that would be 187 that they total. And it's also got a color version of the last chapter of the manga and this is the original version and not the updated version that was in the Kanzenban. So there's a little talk about Daizenju 2. We also give you a choice. When you win this, you get to choose one of two other things. You get Kanzenban 2 21, which is in the Frieza arc, or you can choose from Julian. What's this other little guy?
1: That is a Toriyama Akira Marusaku Gekijo, or Akira Toriyama's blank piece theater. It's got a number of one shots in it. I don't remember which ones, but I'm sure they're pretty cool ones. If it's the first one, it probably dates from the early 80s into the mid 80s.
2: You know what? Let's tell you a couple of the things that are in here. Did you know that Toriyama wrote something called Chobit? Yes. Yes, he did. Not Chobits, just Chobit. What are some other things we get in here? We've got Pola and Royd.
0: Ha ha ha. Get That's it? <laughs> delicious. <laughs> uh,
2: We've got Madmatic, and uh, oh, there's Chobit. Good stuff. So there's a lot of cool one-shots in here, uh, kind of classic 80s Toriyama style. So you can choose from uh, either the Kansanban or that when you win Dazenju 2. So, Merry, tell the audience what they need to do if they would like to win this Diz and chew.
0: Okay, you have to send an email to contest at DiceX.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-S-T at DiceX.com. Please be sure to include something in your subject line about the contest so Mike doesn't accidentally delete it. Something like, Jimmy Dice and Chew, something like that. Something like that. And then in the body of your email, write, oh, 100 words or less saying why you like the podcast. why do you listen D- to shirts the Be sure to
1: include your social security number ad <laughs> bank account. I but mean... It, it
2: doesn't have to be why you like the show because it may be that you hate the show.
0: But you continue to listen continue to it. But you continue
2: to listen to it. <laughs> week after week. <laughs> which I wouldn't be surprised about. So, in 100 words or less, why do you listen to the show? This serves two purposes. One, it lets us know what about the show people are attracted to and what we could either improve on or do more of. And two, it uh, makes us smile. So, Keep in
0: mind 100 words or less could also very well mean two words. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Exactly. I'd
2: prefer it if he didn't do that. It's going to be a random drawing, so.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter what you write. This isn't going to be us picking our favorite um, speech no, no. or kiss-ass letter. This is just going to be a random drawing. And- we just want to know when, you know, we announce the winner on the show, we'll just happen to read what's in your email. Right. So,
2: one entry per person. Uh, that's about it. So you need Deadline. Get, yes, you need to get these in by Friday, November 16th, I think it was. By noon. At 12 noon Eastern, Eastern. Time. So, get those in. Contest at DizX.com. Gimme and Diz Nju. 100 words or less while you listen to the show. I think that is going to wrap up the episode. I really can't talk anymore. So, uh, Merry and Julian, thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for having us. Mary,
2: you live here and Julian, he's up over in Japan so good times over there. Mary, people can find you at the Temple of Trunks. That's
0: right, and Temple of Trunks can be found at www.templotrunkest templeotrunks.com
2: Good deal. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I need to update. Sure. I do. I got lots of videos I need to post up.
2: Julian, you and my yeah. moderate sickly self can be found over at the Dizengue of the EX.
1: That's correct, which can be found at HTTP colon slash slash WWW D-A-I-Z-E-X full stop, C-O-M. That's Dizengue. Stop C-O-M
2: Good deal So that was episode 101 Hope you enjoyed 100 We start the next 100 episodes Right now Well I guess We're concluding The beginning Of the next 100 episodes That's how that Would work Fantastic I've enjoyed it Let us know What you think About that Atari stuff Enter the contest Send us some emails And uh, I guess We'll talk to you Next week Potentially we're Going to do The manga review Yay! Of Awesomeness We're up to Yay! Volume 10 Woohoo! I believe Which is what Going to bring us Into the 22nd Tenkaichi Budokai Awesome oh, so, so, I think so.
0: Not the tenkai
2: Tenkaichi, the Tenkaichi Budokai. Word. So, that's it. So, over here, that's the Mary. And over yonder, that's the Julian. And over here, with a horrible throat voice thing going on, I am the Mike Labrieve Vegeto ex and I'm going to go relax and probably do absolutely nothing.
1: you listening to to you going to
2: grab that 2 here so so
1: you can show it to everyone listening <laughs> yeah, so I can podcast like, it and, like <laughs> talk about
2: what's
1: in <laughs> Oh, man
0: everybody look! <laughs> i wouldn't put it past mike
1: you oh, man. that
0: denture
1: <laughs> look see how awesome it is <laughs>
0: It's beautiful. Oh, oh no. God, you killed... Everything's God. falling! It's okay, I'm wait, going to wait, 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 tomorrow anyway. I don't know what the you're extra doing. The one's in the bedroom. You dummy head. <laughs> 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 it's like you're practically dismantling the bookcase. It's like, oh, yeah, forget the actual contest copy in the bedroom. <laughs> That's okay, I was going to dismantle the bookcase anyway. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I'm holding a scouter.
2: I'm <laughs> put it back. Now that I've... Moved uh, the All right, let's
1: get into this.
0: Huh? get damn? It's a dictionary.
1: I have one of those, too. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go, yo! So, Mike, did you actually, like re-record all of the lines from the podcast last week or what what do you mean re-record
2: all of the lines
1: because your voice is all scratchy
2: oh no <laughs> <laughs> i okay. digitally remastered in high definition So, no, as you can tell i did leveling and that's about it
1: okay <laughs> 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 all right
2: although i did crop off the top <laughs> and the bottom of the waveform but whatever <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I I figured that awkwardness in the first episode was hard to fake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway.